Hello everyone. Hello Sean. How are you all doing today? Hey guys. Hey Chris. Welcome to this podcast. Does not have a name. Episode thirty-seven for July sixth, I believe. Yep, July sixth, two thousand twenty-two. So, how's it going, Chris? Uh, I know we missed a lot last week's uh, episode. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, mm. Yeah, but we're back this week. So, hopefully, you're feeling better, Chris. A lot better. Better than being sick. So. Can't Always a good thing. Complain on, oh, on that end. I love having weekends where you get time off from work and you're sick most of the time. And then you have to yeah. call in the next a day of work because you're still sick. Yeah, that was great. Sucks when you take the time off and then you're like, well, I wish I didn't take the time off because I would have just got the time off anyways now for phoning and sick. But then well, I'm. I'm glad it wasn't booked time off because that would be even worse <laughs> to purposely take the time off and then. <laughs> no, oh, I thought that's what you meant. No, just my days off. Okay. Well, I know uh, me, I, I, I think I can speak on Chris for this. I've been watching a lot of GDQ uh, when they had it on. So yeah, that was, that was a lot of my week, just watching it and uh, having the background doing various things. If I can directly watch it, I'm sure you watched a bunch of it too, Chris. It was... It was on the background, like, all the time. One run I need to check out when they put it up on their YouTube is the, uh, which one was it? Silent Run, uh, Silent Run, Silent Hill 4. Is that the one that was run this year? The Room? Uh, I didn't see that run, but... But there was, if it, if there was another Silent Hill game, I think it was that whole block or just the one. My buddy Rob okay. was telling me I should check out. The, uh, the one thing this year i'm telling everyone to, to see if they didn't watch it was the legend of zelda or Karina time beta showcase i don't want to say anything because oh my god that's it's only an hour long but it's literally one of the best things in gaming i've seen in my entire life and i do not say that lightly it was absolutely mind-boggling was that near the end of the night right right for elden ring no it was a day or two before that okay no then i think i was watching the ocarina randomizer, randomizer and yeah, then was... i think it was after that right and yeah it I, was after that i wasn't paying attention to it then i forgot to i don't remember what i ended up doing or if i had to go to where well, i don't know what time it was so yeah it was either afk was... or maybe i had to go to work it was crazy it was absolutely crazy i don't want to say what's in it because it'll spoil it but it starts off pretty normally but it gets bonkers at the end and all they do they use like an original n64 an original cartridge and all they do is they have four different people with with, with their controllers pressing buttons at particular points in time i believe i'm i'm i'm, I'm i think it's something else i mean i maybe actually i think i'm thinking of, of the mario run what it really does yeah i think i'm thinking of the mario run regardless they had task on there helping them with some inputs about like 10 minutes into the run and oh my god Chris, you need to watch this. I'm telling everyone, like even if you're not a Zelda fan, it doesn't matter. You need to watch this because some of the stuff there is bonkers. If you are a Zelda fan, this you'll like it even more, especially during the first half. The second half, you'll like no matter whether you like Zelda or not. But the first half, it's like, man, there's all this content from Ocarina of Time. Imagine if they actually had it, like all this content's on the on the cartridge already. Apparently, mm. they just had to, like unlock it. It's crazy. It's crazy how much stuff Nintendo had originally planned. 
yeah. there's all these like original side quests and other things you do again i don't want to spoil anything but let's, well, the only thing i will say is that it's not actually called beta showcase so at the very end they said okay we, we this is not a beta showcase but we had to disguise the name so to, to not to make it obvious to you guys the audience this is actually a blank i don't want to say what it is blank percent again i don't want to say anything but yeah mm. it's it was absolutely amazing go and watch it if you haven't i'll check it out when it's on youtube you know what else is crazy that happened in jdq <laughs> are we jumping right into the news well we there's not much to say about this but i think it's funny to bring up some guy uh, the runner who's doing metal gear solid revengeance cheated when they met the uh the uh incentive goal for the dlc he had a yeah. he had a cut up version of his run where it made it look like he had made a <laughs> had made the uh, world record attempt on it in the video the camera is moving around while he's scratching his head with his hand that was controlling his mouse so, he tries to cover it up people also notice that there was no inputs from his keys during really tough because uh, he's playing a mouse and keyboard during really tough part portions of the game whereas in his other run that he did like you know 20 seconds before you could hear it yeah keyboard inputs being put in because he has a mechanical keyboard so uh, yeah there was some suspect su some suspect things and i think people were calling it out in chat especially when he was scratching his head yeah he I like never... pre-recorded and edited up his footage <laughs> yeah i never saw that run i i, I didn't I think I had it on the background. I think the regular run was an hour long. Yeah. And then there's an incentive after the run for $25,000, which got met to do a bonus run of some sort that only lasts yeah, like five minutes or so. Seven minutes. DLC. Yeah. So that no, the, the DLC the real was the is, uh... real run was really good. You're like, there's no, you can't say that he's not good at running the game. <laughs> so, but yeah. Don't know why you would want to fake this and then his tweets after when he was apologizing is either his tweets or something else with he's complaining that not enough speedrunners are trying to find new and inventive ways to run games while they're only chasing scores but he like edited his his footage to make it look like he had gotten the world record and it also seemed weird that he wasn't excited that he had won the world gotten the world record apparently yeah well, just... I, I managed to watch the uh footage it's up on youtube not on gdq's they removed it because of this <laughs> because of that and, but and just to be clear uh the one hour run he did was legitimate but we're talking yeah. about the dlc run that he did for the bonus incentive that apparently was fragmented and just a bunch of his splits put together to make yeah. it look like one run yeah so think, that's what we're talking about specifically yeah i think he may have uh cut them like during the loading times so that you would be able to see but you know there's some um, Parts where people could tell something was up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a shame. But... Yeah, it's it sucks. I mean, there's been a few other cheaters caught at GDQ as well. You know, it's funny how often Twitch chat catches tweet uh, cheaters, like at Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. Did I tell you about this? No, I didn't. There was a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Uh, I don't know how long ago. It was it, within the last year. This guy was cheating. Like they got an official in person tournament going on uh they had the camera set up over top and you could see the two players on each on each side right like clearly and the guy as he's shuffling his cards looks finds the card he likes 
slips it onto the top very obviously and then pretends to shuffle the rest of his deck so that he can keep his card on top. He did this a few times. He also, when shuffling his opponent's deck, saw a card he didn't want to be on top and like slipped it in the bottom and pretended to shuffle the rest of the deck while keeping the cards he doesn't want at the into the bottom. Like his cheating was very obvious. He took, while he was looking through his deck, because one of his card effects was to find a card and put it in his hand, he found a card he wanted and slipped it into his lap and then pretended to go through the rest of his deck and go, oh, this is the card I want. And shows it because that's part of the card effect. Yeah, chat, oh, Twitch chat. He double dipped. Oh, yeah, and Twitch chat <laughs> caught him, called him out for it. He's banned from Yu-Gi-Oh! tournaments for life. Good. But, yeah, like, his cheating was not obvious, even if you're watching them, like, not overhead. <laughs> or it was kind of obvious. <laughs> like, looks like the uh, the anime let him down. He's not as good as uh, Keith or Bandit Keith. I Bandit mean. Keith, yes. yeah, he's, he's, he's not like, a... man. The anime let me down. I can't cheat like Bandit maybe Keith, he should have used different perfumes on his cards. No, <laughs> he should have used bigger bigger wrist gauntlets, Chris, or bigger sleeves. <laughs> bigger sleeves. <laughs> yes. Anyways, what else have you been up to, uh, if anything? Other than being sick, uh, beat Final Fantasy two on stream. The Pixar nice, Master. Finally. Uh, finally. <laughs> I mean, my reaction wasn't that big on, on because I don't really react that well, but inside, when I got the pop-off of what happened to the Emperor, like, he comes, he, it's, it doesn't happen that often in Final Fantasy where they will bring up, like, places like Heaven and Hell. They'll usually have alternate names for them and such, like, the Cloud of Darkness comes from, you know, the World of Darkness or whatever it is, right? Like, it's not saying, you know, she came from hell. It would be from, like, a different dimension, right? But the Emperor in this says, I crawled back from hell to get, to claim my uh, throne. Not my throne, but my rightful place as, like, ruler of this planet. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, I get to face, basically, a demon from hell. <laughs> like, Yeah. And uh, I kind of told you this on, on when you are streaming at the time, but, like, in the PSP version, uh, they added... They added the the fight with the emperor in heaven, where he fight his. I say this in air quotes. Good side well, with the dead characters in in your parties, like yeah. Minwu, Joseph, uh, Ricard, and who's the fourth one? Uh, I forget. The I prince don't remember. Or yeah, it would be one of the prince. Yeah, no, I think it's the one prince. Uh, his brothers. Well, like, yeah, I guess he was also a prince. Whoever died in the story, it's it's been a while. <laughs> but yeah, um... yeah, but. I, I kind of wish I could do that because it's like we, we not only had to we killed him once he came back from the dead from hell we killed him again it's then apparently in the PSP version it's not good enough to kill his living form we have to go kill his ethereal form as well so that he can't exist anymore <laughs> like wow that is <laughs> kind of nuts I wish that was in the original but it was still pretty cool and it was weird at the end of the game how I was focusing so much on um, on uh, what's his name the monk the guy I had as monk uh, guy guy, and then at the end of the game he was focused so much on buffing that it was Furion who got like the final couple blows and finished him off like oh, I wanted guy to get the final blow because I was buffing him up like not on purpose because uh, what's his name the Dark Knight or or Drake yeah Dark Knight yeah. I guess who'd be uh he kept dying, so I kept wanting to keep him buff so that he can at least do as much damage as the rest of them. And I guess 
Furion just kept getting all those bonus buffs and he just destroyed the final boss himself. So, but it was a good run. So much that said before, kind of like in a lot of these types of games where you can make your own characters or your classes, like there's so much ways you can change your characters in this game. Maybe not as much as like Bravely Default or Final Fantasy V, but like how you can build up your characters and change them. <laughs> yeah. it's it's uh very lots of replayability if you know how to build them right because the game lies to you on how to build certain characters like mages <laughs> i think uh a big part of the version you played was there's no consequences for leveling yeah. stuff up if there was i don't think you would i i don't think i i didn't enjoy the, okay for me it's my worst fall fantasy i had to put on the bottom of my list but uh it would have been even worse if there was negative consequences for, for example, learning Berserk on Guy, because he would have, his physical attack would have went down because yeah. he learned magic. Yeah, that's so up, weird. <laughs> you know? And his HP probably would have went down too. Yeah. So a Guy at the end of mine had almost doubled the HP of your head. <laughs> just, just be aware that like you're playing a very friendly version of, of, of this version of this game. It's like, this is not the game as it was when it first came out. Oh. They they really, it would have been a much more annoying because like, oh, you want to learn magic? Well, fuck you. We're gonna take stats away. Basically, it's like why? I mean, it's already you're, you're annoying me. when they're like, you want to learn magic? Do this. Fooled you. We're like, I tell you how to actually learn magic. <laughs> you know, or to build up magic. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil anything for you, but some of the chests you missed, you can only access when the cyclone is available. But before you do it, you have to go to a town and talk to. The guy in, yeah. his, in his room. Yeah, I, 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 I looked it up. Yeah. I, I looked it I up, was... and apparently that one, I, I got the other one, and the one in the mage tower, I don't think I went back to get whatever. If I go back, I'll do it again, but to get all the chests, I have to replay it and do specifically talk to this guy during this one part and then get into his secret room, his, yeah. his little dungeon. I I struggled with the emperor in mine. He was I was I could not out DPS him. I I tried for like an hour or two on stream. I'm like okay, you know what? I need to like grind. I actually need to grind off stream. I did. I got everyone's weapons to max, which is sixteen, I believe. Wow. And it still wasn't good enough. But then again, I never used berserk. I didn't know berserk in this game. That's something I learned from you actually. I didn't know berserk didn't actually berserk you like in every other Final Fantasy mm, game. It just yeah, it's, your attack. It, it's actually I was a like, rage. Yeah, I was like, because keep in mind, every character can only learn 16 spells. I I had to give up some spells. Yeah. Because all my characters were maxed out on their, on their spell slots. I'm like, I, don't, I have no room for Berserk. Why would I want to cast it? I'm like, oh, in this game, it's actually a fucking buff. It's not actually like you lose yeah. control of your character. I, I, I had to look well, it up at hey. first and find out, is it actually Berserk or is it more Rage? I'm like, oh, it's Rage. So I'll have Guy uh, learn how to open up his seven path, his seven chakras. <laughs> that that. was my idea that he'd be Guy from uh, Naruto. <laughs> mm -hmm. If I had that, I would have been fine. I wouldn't have struggled. But yeah, it would have been because... so, so bad. I mean, I think Guy at the end, obviously, of mine, he, he was better at casting Berserk. But at the beginning, it's like it's, it's buff is its buffs were like very minimal but you know any kind of buff really is helpful because i don't think they wear off i could be wrong about that i don't remember but yeah i think it's just stackable infinitely like, yeah it, to a it, point, it may be but you know i did enjoy the game and i play mo these mostly for story so 
Mm-hmm. And I like that it's a little twist that I didn't think we would have. I thought we would have a fight against the Dark Knights. And yeah, because no. <laughs> I remember you being the emperor in his human form, the Colosseum, and you, you asked me, is that it? Is that it? I'm like, I don't want to say anything. So it's like, they can't be it. I know he's the, the emperor's the final boss. What's his name? Takes the throne. I'm like, oh, are we fighting a different emperor because it's what's her name's brother? Leon. L- yeah, it's Leon. And then, no, it's the emperor comes back and stronger than ever. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So. Yeah, no, it it was very good experience. And then I started playing on stream. Uh, I mean, good experience opening, going inside a room, being at empty 98% of the time. I think there's like, I think you can agree with me, like five rooms in the game where this wasn't the case. Every other room was like yeah, empty. That was a bit annoying. It's like, why are there so many fucking, and, and, you, and if you want to open all the chests, you can't ignore any of the rooms, right? You have to explore all of them. Unless if you so. know where, which ones they are. Unless if you know which ones are worth going into. Like, yeah, like, you have to go into them. (laughs) What was the point of that? Just to annoy the player? Like, that's so frustrating. Just to get you to explore every looking crowd. If you look on a lot of the maps, there's no point in going down a lot of corridors in in the maps. Like, there's no treasure chest there. Whereas a lot of RPGs would... They'll have some... Some place you go where there's nothing there, right? You know, a little exploration to make it seem like a real cave, but a lot of those places would have something to find, like a treasure chest or whatever, right? Whereas this one, most of the rooms are empty, most of the alternate paths you go down are empty. You know, there's no point in really exploring if you have that map. I guess you know, on the on the uh, NES, you wouldn't have had a map, so you'd have to yeah. go exploring and draw it out yourself and then find out most of it's pointless, but still, <laughs> you know. But yeah, long long corridors I can get because it makes sense for some passages to be like that. But like every location in the game is designed by the same architect apparently, who's like, you know what would be a good idea if this floor had five empty rooms. You know what would be good and, if and there was on, if there was good dungeon in the game. If there was six pathways that went half halfway across this whole dungeon. That led to nothing, and you have to backtrack to get back on your right path. Yeah, but like you know what I mean. That's like unique per dungeon. It's not like the same. You don't see the same, see the same six paths in every single dungeon on every floor. Versus this game, on every floor of every dungeon, there's like an empty room just about. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. Like the same architect made well, all these. You gotta things. like uh, when you get to the end of one of the floors, and there's three doors, and yes. two of them <laughs> are going to be empty, and one will have the path down. <laughs> yeah. Because they're yeah, all the just place. they're all just in a row. It's like, oh, they ran out of ideas of what to do with this. <laughs> Thanks. Pretty much. Pretty much. Anything else you've been up to? I uh, started up playing Lunar Silver Star Story. Uh, That's right. The PS1 version, not the original, and not the apparent, I think, Japanese PC port? Or PSP? Wasn't there like a handheld port for PSP or I th- the other PlayStation console? I think there was... A- think they came out here uh there's also like apparently a pc version like i saw some really high res versions of the cutscenes, of the animated cutscenes, and going wait what version is this from because i've got the playstation version and it's pixeled in ps1 quality bad audio (laughs) sometimes yeah it's a bit crusty but i love the game a lot so yeah 
I've been uh, trying not to watch your stream too intently for those for the storyline because I don't know what's going on still, which is good. I've had these games for years. I just never played them still. They're still in Saskatchewan, but uh, more on that later for me. But yeah, uh, it's watching you play them like, oh, this seems like a very old school type of RPG, you know? It is. It's very old school. It's still in the era of uh, like PS1 where no one normally did like 3D RPGs. Hell, like even someone on the PS2 when they continued over there did 3D until Square Enix figured out how to do 3D RPGs in a way that people liked. You know, as weird as, as it is, like most PS1 RPGs are still 16-bit or like, you know, 2D. <laughs> so, so it's definitely still in that era of of that. You know, if it wasn't made by Square, you're getting an old old style RPG. <laughs> But this one has a lot of voice acting, a lot of animated cutscenes, and and such. I've also been, uh, what do you call it? Trying to mod my PS2 so I can run games off my hard drive. I think, listening to my PS2 over the years, I think, well, hopefully it doesn't happen soon, but my disk drive might go at some point. I mean, it's always a constant threat since it's a 20-year-old console. So, um, I'm afraid it may go at some point, so I need to find a way to play my games off of an alternate source if I can't get another disk drive, that is, right? So, I have a question for you, actually. When I saw you save this morning, when you saved your game, uh, I know you're playing it on the PlayStation 2, right? Yeah. So, do you have to insert a PS1 memory card? Yep. You still need a PS1 memory card to save PS1 games. PS2 one for PS2. I don't know why the PS2 can't do it, but I'm guessing the save architect architecture of it is just a little different. So, and how how many blocks does uh, each save take up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't pay attention. I just save. And in this game, I'm not worried about having multiple saves. Maybe I'll do two, but it's not. I've never had any issue with this game, like deleting my saves or. It's not like because I'm doing a hundred percent run. But in this, it's different than Final Fantasy games where we'll say in a Final Fantasy game, there's like secret bosses, there's all the ultimate weapons, you know, ultimate magics, armor, stuff like that. You know, get 100% uh, bestiary or bestiary, whichever. However, it's said, depending on, because I've seen it spelled two different ways. Um, it's not nothing like that. This is like, oh, there's like four, uh, four, like, accessories you get at the end of the game if you know where to go and there's you know these pictures you could find like the the bromites and the red chest that's kind of it there's not it's it's nothing hardcore like the final fantasy games in terms of like 100 percent. so it's very relaxed as long as you talk to this person at this time you'll just get the thing so I don't have to worry about, you know, walking into a dungeon and grinding the 4% chance this enemy will spawn. <laughs> you know? Stuff like that you had to suffer through through some of the games. <laughs> There's one enemy, I'm not sure if you got him in your playthrough for Fall Fantasy 2. It's like a 1% chance to spawn on a particular floor in one of the last dungeons. I think, I think it was in Pandemonium, actually. What's the enemy's called? I don't know. It's like a big, it's like a big sprite. It's like a big, giant Gygus knight or something like that. Uh, the closest thing to that it would have been uh, the Hell Behemoth, 
but I don't think he was. Because he got special music for that, but I fought like two or three of them. So I'm like, uh, I guess he's not that that rare or that hard, maybe. So. Yeah, and how much how much is your ultimate spell hitting for at the end? Because like that was like taking into effect, as I told you, not only the level of the spell, but every other spell in that character. I I want to say in FF one or sorry two that might have been going before that fight. I think it was somewhere around six hundred, but it might have been somewhere between that and twelve hundred. I don't remember for sure, but because I know I know I ran through the dungeon again, but I wasn't casting magic because I wanted to make sure I had enough for the final. Also, so I could heal on the way there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I know it wasn't my biggest DPS or my biggest damage dealer, but it was at first because I had to like start buffing people. Because you're, at least in, on mine, your heroes physically don't do a lot of damage, at least at the part I was at. Because I only had what each of their weapons at eight level eight around. We'll say give or take one or two levels. So my guys were only doing, without buffs, like maybe 20 damage on him, on the final boss. Whereas Ultima was doing like, I said, 6 to 1200, or yeah, 1200. So. And then the Emperor leeches 4000 HP off one character with one attack. Sorry, say again? And then the Emperor leeches 4000 HP off one character with like one attack. Yeah, got... <sighs> Leon had it the worst. He's the only one that died that entire fight. The the he, apparently the uh, emperor had it out for him. <laughs> of course, he tried to take over. Of course, he had it out for him. Yeah, but the emperor said he didn't care about the empire. He just wanted the world <laughs> and everything else. But yeah, and Leon Leon tried to take that from him. But yeah, it's <laughs> the, what what I didn't like about the ending was they never explained why Leon did what he did. Was he mind controlled? Was at the start of the game? Was he like kidnapped and indoctrined by the emperor to be his to, be, uh, to become mm. his black knight? I guess he never, never did. They never explained if he if he was a willing servant to that and he just went, went along with it, or if he wasn't. Because at the very end, he's like, "I can't stick around with you guys for what I've done." Well, are you resentful or are you not resentful? Because the only reason he joined our party, keep in mind, was because the emperor came back. Yeah, right. That's the only reason. So. Were you mind controlled or are you not mind controlled? Because the emperor is already dead, so the mind control would have been broken. But then after that, after we kill him when he's a demon, then he has to change of attitude all of a sudden. Like it doesn't make sense, you know. I don't think. Yeah, uh, I personally don't think he was mind controlled. I think he was just indoctrinated. Like, you know, he was captured, probably tortured until he decided to become a willing servant of the empire. But he seemed to flip really fast. So I think he already had those ideals in his head. <laughs> so. I don't think he was very good guy. At the, uh, good guy. Uh, uh, was that, he a bad guy? Just because no. you're a bad guy, Chris, doesn't mean you're a bad guy. You know. Well, yeah. In in Leon's case, that may be the <laughs> that may be true. But yeah, I I think that was the case because as soon as we hear the fall of the uh, the fall of uh, the that kingdom there, Leon's disappeared. But then you start hearing rumors of the Dark Knights, right? So he seemed to flip really fast. <laughs> It sucks that your very last party member is also like the weakest one, like the one you have the least amount of time with. You know? Yeah, that sucks because you don't have much time to be with him before you have to start leveling him up for the final. But so you almost can't, you almost have to keep him as he is as a dual wielding uh, Dark Knight. <laughs> so, well, every character I got, every recruit, I just made them use Cure, like for four or five battles in a row, made sure they got their MP leveled up, heal it, and just like keep doing that so i would have every character have cure 
So every character could be an mm. out-of-combat healer. Even Leon, if he had like 100 MP, that's fine, because out-of-combat he can still use that 100 MP and at least it's still useful. That's like 100 more MP on, on another character like Maria, for example. Yeah. I just you took know? all my money and bought potions and used that when I started to run low on uh, on some mana. I had tons of ethers and potions. I'm like, well, I'll just eat these potions. I'm not using this money for anything else. <laughs> and then so. also having every character with a cure was like, I don't have to wait for anyone's particular turn to come up. I could just cure Yeah, if I you wanted, need it, if you nice. need a quick cure in yeah. there. I maxed out everyone's cure spell level to 16 or whatever the max She's is. Like, I like... don't think I could ever do a, uh, a playthrough where I grinded out max of everything. Oh, I'm... I didn't grind out. It just happened naturally. Yeah, it did not for me. I don't know. We had two different playthroughs going through. <laughs> That so. I did not grind out. Uh, the, the cures on everyone, no grinding necessary. Just naturally maxed them out. So, well, so yeah, you know uh, what I mean. Like just even maxing out any of the other stuff because I only got like I don't know what my highest, most of my spells and abilities, and other than certain weapons and that, most of them were sitting around eight, nine, maybe twelve. So, and only they're... certain characters were almost maxed out on their abilities. I like I think. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Furion's shield was at max. I think he's the only one that hit max on anything. <laughs> you should have. Un yeah, when, when I hit max on the shield, I just unequipped the shield off everyone because they already have the... I, I checked the stats. If you have max level shield, the shield doesn't really do anything for you. Like, you mm. can block some attacks, but your evasion doesn't change. Or, or agility. One of the two. I forget which one. It doesn't change at all because you already, like, mastered, yeah. quote-unquote, the shield. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, back to Lunar. So... How much? How far do you think you're in that in that game? Like how how far? Because I never played the game. Oh, I'm still so. very early. Okay. Like this is I'm still in like I've I've haven't really recruited my next real character yet, and I think there's four or five characters I gotta recruit. You've already seen the one who is Nash, the uh, the mage guy. Oh yeah, yeah there's yeah. there's four. Gary. Do you have the glasses? No. No, no, he's he doesn't stay on. That, that's your friend. He doesn't stay on for very long. He'll be oh, leaving. The I never soon. saw anyone else. I only saw oh the Alex, Luna, and that guy and the cat. That's it. Yeah, there's like a, a Gary Oak kind of character. Okay, he's he, he he's a lot more chipper than I thought, but he reminds me of like if Gary Oak wasn't as much of an of a uh, a nerd, you know, as a jerk as he is. But this guy Nash, he Nerd. is he is very much like uh, that kind of Gary Oak archetype. Like I'm better than you, and you can't do anything about it. <laughs> kind of character, right? So, but yeah, there's him. There's another mage, and then there's two kind of fighter characters you get on your team. Okay. I don't remember. I think the one mage that was in my party is the first one to join for real, but I don't remember. But yeah, I'm just about to meet one of the, the one of the first uh, heroes. I think we've still got quite a bit of the game to go through. Like I'm still, still early, early. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, have I done anything else? Not really anything else other than being sick. I didn't really watch anything. So, yeah, I'll just pass it off to you. Yeah. So I did uh, a bunch of GDQ. Um... I didn't play, uh, well, I played Dead by Daylight a lot for the anniversary. Man, I was making like 200,000 blood points a match, especially as Killer. 
it was insane. Whenever it brings a flam, plus the blood hunt, plus just maxing your you're like getting like thirty six thousand. Generally thirty two thousand is the max, but with if you pick up an invitation for whatever reason, I get like thirty six and a half thousand. That would be my base. Mm. I'm like plus one hundred six, plus one hundred six, plus you know percent, plus one hundred six percent, five times, plus another hundred six, well, plus like another hundred percent for the blood hunt, plus another hundred percent for like barbecue chili. I was like, oh, I was getting over 200. Like, I posted some screenshots. I'm like, god damn. I'm getting like, I think the highest I got in one match was like 220,000 blood points in one match. Nice. One match. So, yeah. Uh, I I maxed, I got all the characters now, except for the last two DLCs. So the most recent one and the and the Sudaku. So Sudoku. <laughs> Whatever, the Onryu DLC. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, every character on both Killer and Survivor, except from those two DLCs, because those weren't on sale. So I'm waiting for the sale. Um, Let's see. So on stream, I saw. Okay, so I saw there's some Game Pass games, um, gonna leave the service on the fifteenth mm. at the start of this month, um, July. So I'm like, okay, these are some of the games I want to play for a while. So let's play some games. So there's a kind of a reverse horror Metroidvania. It's called Carry On. You play as the monster, and basically your role is to like you know to eat people, become stronger, find a way out. You can like crawl through tunnels and tight spaces and like mm-hmm. get power ups just like any other Metroidvania. It was really fun. I played it off stream. I'm like, wow, this is actually really fun. I got the 100% in like six hours. So but there's also a PC, like a Windows 10 version. I'm like, let, let me double dip for the achievements because it's a, it's a complete it's a separate list. So I streamed the second playthrough from scratch. So like I started the game and I got the 100% within four and a half hours on my stream. That was fun. Yeah, Killian's uh, pretty cool. You're basically the monster yeah. from the thing, nomming, nomming on people. Pretty much. <laughs> You have three different forms. You can, like, in certain sections of the map where there's, like, water, you can, like, deposit biomass to kind mm. of, like, level, like, tear down. But all the forms have a different attack and defense ability, and you have to use all six of them because, you know, attack, defense times three forms to uh, to progress. Like, the smallest form has, like, a, uh, like a Spider-Man web shot, but you can't, you can't cast the web shot when you're medium or large. Yeah. So there are some switches you can only use that on it. So you have to kind of like tear down a couple times if you're big. But yeah, it's 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 really fun if you like Metroidvanias. It's it's not that difficult. It really isn't, but it's very fun because it's it's a very unique type of Metroidvania. Um. So I played through that. I played through some Final Fantasy Five Pixel Remastered. Uh, that's pretty fun. I I'm I am before the Fire Crystal now, which is a third crystal. I know where it is. I just have to like get to it through a dungeon now. Oh, um, um, speaking of FF five, did you did you see the Final Fantasy six randomizer with GDQ? They have a randomizer out now. Yeah, <laughs> I I was I was wanting to watch. It. I'm like, this is a weekday. Damn it, I have to sleep. I'll try and stay up, and I can stay up. I was just too I tired. I'm like, play it. <laughs> I saw I like, oh my god. That. I have to watch that run. Was it good without spoilers? Uh, from what I. T- I can remember, yeah, but I was I don't remember what I was doing at the time when it was on. So it was okay. on in the background. There's a lot of runs I need to like rewatch or watch because usually when it's on I'm doing other things because I'm usually usually busy, so or as last week was, I was sick, so I was not in the mood to do anything. Anyway, sorry to cut you off. So yeah, uh, that's that's really fun. I'm having a really fun time with that, but mm. uh, that's on hold for a little while. 
Um, what else did I play? So on Friday in a couple of days, I'll be playing. Uh, well, we, we I 100% FNAF six, and that's kind of like the the official. Like at the time, it was like the end mm. of of the series in terms of like the storyline. But they have Help Wanted, which was like originally a 3D game, like a virtual reality game. But they uh, also made a separate version for like non non uh, virtual reality. So it's kind of like um the first four games are kind of incorporated into this so like mm. you get to play them like in a 3d space even even the non-virtual version so i never played that before um i picked up the newest fnaf game security breach so um i'll be playing through that after but uh what else did i play oh um so i mentioned the game pass games leaving so i did both versions of carry on there's this RPG. It's from an indie studio. I'm not sure if you heard of it before, Chris. I'm, I just started playing. I'm trying to play it before it leaves the service. I'll, I'll beat it before then, but it's called Christ Tales. Oh, Christ Tales or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's called Christ Tales. That's how they say it inside the game. But uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 a very charming indie RPG. It's it's you can tell it doesn't have like the budget from like a Square Enix game, but for what it is, I like it quite it, a bit, actually. I saw the trailer a while ago and seen it was hit and switch. I'm like, I should keep my eye on this because I kind of like the art style. So Yeah, the art style is very unique. I don't want to say it's like South Park because it's not, but that's the closest thing. It's like, it, it's not South Park at all, but if I had to pick an art style, that would be the closest one. It's definitely not cell shaded. It's more so like when the main character like is on the world map her, her like her legs are like straws like literally that's how wide they are so some features are like exaggerated or de-exaggerated like that but uh yeah it's it's a, it's a very charming art style it's 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 a pretty wholesome game um pretty fun too it's it, it kind of is inspired by mario rpg so in combat if you press a you can do more damage during the attack if you time it correctly but mm. like a second you know how like a mario rpg mario was like and then if you do the dark time, he like goes like this, right? Yeah, Boom. there'll be an yeah. extra animation to show you you did. Same thing, same crit. thing. And, <laughs> and you can also block just like Mario RPG attacks that come your way. You can like Let's... parry them. So, you know, your character will like, you know, hold the shield or the sword if you time it just right. Even if you don't time it just right, you still take like, you still reduce the damage yeah. by like 75%. But if you time it just right, you take like almost no damage. So... Yeah, um, it, it plays a lot from Mario RPG. I'm about somewhere between a third and a half, so thirty-three to fifty percent. I'm I'm kind of in there, so I'll definitely hundred percent it by the time it leaves the Game Pass in like nine days. And then the game I'm gonna play after that um, is a little indie game as well called Children of Morta, which I've heard really good things about. It's been on my radar forever, just never had a chance to play it. But yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna try and play that before it leaves. James Stephanie Sterling talks a lot about that, saying that the like that game a lot so they've okay. been wrapping it since it came out <laughs> yeah, i've i've uh it's always been on my radar so i've i've purposely remained blind to it mm. but uh yeah um i'll probably like that i i heard it's like almost it's like an action rpg so you know diablo games as you know chris are kind of like my forte this is it's one of my favorite genres so i am looking forward to that yeah it's, it's like an action rpg roguelike uh kind of and i think and it revolves around a family of, I guess, dungeon explorers or whatever they're called. And each character is its own class. Yeah. I don't remember what else about it, but yeah, that's kind of the basics. <laughs> so I am. Those are the games that are going to be on my short lists right now. They'll be playing in the next you, like week. week you and know a half. what you should play since you talked about Game Pass. 
What's that? Yakuza 0, Kwame 1, and God. 2 are coming back to Game Pass. Yes. You know, there's too many Yakuza <laughs> games. There's, I know, there's, there's only too many. seven. No, eight, because zero. I'd rather play And nine when eight comes out eventually. Yeah. You know what? That's okay. I'm not saying they're bad games. I'm just saying, you should my play God. Yakuza. Yakuza's fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll say which of them. You'll say yes. Yeah. Well, I'll say start at zero, then work your way up because you have to start from the beginning and go through because it's all about up, up till six. It's all one guy's story, basically. And mm-hmm. what happened in the Yakuza with other people, but okay. Um, oh, it's a six, and... six, six game series, and then seven's its own thing with a new protagonist. I had <laughs> a friend uh, from my Final Fantasy fourteen guild. Uh, he bought me uh, Final Fantasy seven remake on Steam. That was very generous of them, so I'm very thankful for that. That will be the game I play for sure after Final Fantasy five. Pixel Remastered. That's I'm heading right into that one, so I'm very excited, Chris. I've purposely remained the dark about that game as well for a long time, so I'm very wow. interested to see. Yeah, I where that goes. I would like to see and hear your thoughts on that. Um, oh, what the hell was I? I had something just in my head. Now it's gone. We're talking about Children of Morda. No, it wasn't that. It was something else. Anyway, go on. If I remember what it was, I'll bring it up. Okay, well, we were, t- we were talking about Christ Tales as well. Christ Tales, so far, I like it. I'll I'll kind of give my full verdict on it once I beat it. But yeah, Carry On, pretty good. If you have Game Pass, definitely beat it. You can beat it in a single night. You can 100% it in a single night. If you have like five, six hours, it's pretty easy. It's not that difficult. Um, Christ Tales, so far, so good. I like it. I, I wasn't expecting... I know it's going to be a very budget kind of indie RPG, which it is. And if you go into it with those expectations, it's actually a really goddamn good game. Uh, Shulna Morda, haven't played yet. I will say next week. Um, yeah, that's that's all the games I've been up to recently. I want to start on stream having like a Switch day of the week because I haven't played on my Switch very much. Like like Mario Mondays or something like that, you know, or like I like play a Zelda game every every Monday or every day of the week just so I can get some use Switch out of it. Switch Sunday. <laughs> I could do that actually. That's not a bad idea. Switch Sunday. Like, I yeah, I wouldn't call it after a specific game. Just make it the console. Like this day, you're gonna play a game on this console. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start doing that, but obviously, Final Fantasy VII remake takes priority over everything, which means I have to be Final Fantasy Five uh, Five Pixel Master because I started that. It sucks because like, had I known I was gonna get this game, I would have delayed Final Fantasy Fantasy Five Pixel Master because I had only done one stream of it so far before when I got the game. I've done two now. So I, I, I need to be Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster. I'll, I'll get 100% of it. That'll be all the Pixel Remaster games done. And then we'll see after that. But yeah, hmm. I was a little disappointed. Um, they had the mini Nintendo Direct Chris. I remember telling you yeah. off, 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 uh, off stream slash off the podcast that, you know, there's a really good chance they're going to have a Nintendo Direct in a couple of days. And they did. That was the rumor. And the rumor was true because I knew it was from a good source. And I also told you, I hope they have Goldeneye or yeah, Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters on there. Very disappointing no. direct. Very. I think. Yeah. I'll be right back. You can keep talking. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going. I think. Yeah, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's only. Other than stuff they've already announced, the only stuff that might have been added on, like as not like official announcements yet until this, was like the Persona 3, 4, and 5 are coming to Switch. And I don't remember if Nier Automata was announced, but Nier Automata was announced for Switch, if it wasn't already, right? 
and there might have been one yes. other game, but that was kind of it. Most of it was just updates of, hey, Dragon Quest uh, Treasures is coming out this year. And I'm like, wait, it's not a mobile game? Holy shit. So I may not be excited to buy Dragon Quest Treasures when it comes out this year because I'm a sucker for Akira Toriyama's art style and Dragon you Quest are. in general. As, as I'm a big simp for Akira Toriyama. <laughs> As we said on episode one of the podcast, you are, a, a, what do you say, a mark? When it comes I, to I'm Dragon a mark Ball. for Dragon Ball and a big yes. simp for Akira Toriyama. <laughs> so... You shouldn't say that word because it's actually banned on Twitch. So <laughs> It's banned. It's I'm, not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. It is. But anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, what else? I think that's about it for me. Oh, the boys. Dear God, Chris. Yeah, uh, I, I will watch it. I'll watch season so, three in the next year or two. So the season finale comes up tomorrow, Thursday night for me. Uh, wow. Last week's episode, eh, that was episode seven. Like, it was okay. Well, they're building up shit. for the finale. So Episode six, which is called Herogasm, that's the best episode of The Boys, in my I, opinion. I saw something else in a new trailer. I'm like, damn it, stupid Twitch ads spoiling the series I'm like because it keeps showing more of what's his name's character i'm like don't, sure. yeah don't show I'm me this sure, i'm pretty don't. sure i'm pretty sure you saw something from butcher from the yeah box, i'm right? like don't show yeah. me this i don't want to know this i don't watch the show because it was well, not a secret but it's like holy crap really and then they show more I'm like no i don't want to i want to wait so it's... what what i'm about to say is in the trailer for a twitch ad so if you haven't seen it Okay, but like in the Twitch ad for the for the boys, they they show what what's her name, Maev or my going Maeve, that's it. Saying here's temp V makes you super twenty four hours, and then it shows Butcher with like laser eyes. I'm like, well, okay. So yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of I don't I don't want to say that it's not really a plot detail in episode three. It just like that's that's really much episode three season three. I meant to say, but like that's like. Yeah, that that's that's part of the season, but it, it's it's already spoiled for you at this point, right? Kinda, but you know, now that I know that, it's like, oh, okay, so it's not quite going where I thought it was gonna go, but no. it may be going harder in another direction, which is something that I thought that that character wouldn't go, but I don't know. I'm I don't want major spoilers because I want to watch it. But <laughs> man, hero hero towards the end, there were two amazing was it as good as the finale as uh girls get it done better <laughs> okay because 100 better without hesitation because i really i that was the of all the scenes uh that was the one in in the last season that like made me pop off like holy shit this is good <laughs> like so all right i'll have to watch it i mean i will at some point but i should watch it soon before more and more things get spoiled. Yes. That's why I was, and I'm about to say this because I was actually going to say this before you said this just now. I did thought I did a really good job avoiding spoilers so far for both the Obi-Wan series and Stranger Things. But now, once the boys comes out and tomorrow I can get that off the table because I'll be done. Season mm. three will be done for myself. I have to make a choice. Do I sub to Disney Plus to get Obi-Wan and Darth Vader? <laughs> or Darth do Vader. I sub... He's in... Well, it's 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 been confirmed confirmed even before the first episode came out that Kristen Haddinson, whatever his name is, is going to be on the show. Oh no, I, th I thought you meant they they announced a Darth Vader show. Oh no, 
No, no, so I was like, Obi- wait a minute, what? Obi- Obi-Wan, I know for a fact Darth Vader, and I've known this for months now, that Darth Vader's in that show, Did obviously, I right? Did I tell you about the clickbaity articles about uh, Obi-Wan? No, you did not. There was one that said, um, do you, uh, was it? Uh, I can't remember exactly how it was posted, or how the uh, article name was, but something like, um, uh, Thoughts on Obi-Wan and whether or not um, he will kill, uh, uh, was it, uh, he he will kill Luke Skywalker? Like, whether or not Obi-Wan what? will kill Luke? I'm like, this is either clickbait or you have no idea what Star Wars is. Cause, exactly. <laughs> like, the entire, yeah, no, it's... You're either really stupid or really smart. <laughs> yeah. probably not very smart <laughs> I, I, i'm pretty sure they know exactly what they're doing it's just some clickbait article but like there's no way they would do that unless they're trying to make a multiverse thing like we already have the old star wars universe and then the new one right basically the what's the creator who's the, what's the creator's name uh george lucas yeah you have the lucas universe like the old universe then you have the disney universe right which is basically the same thing they're just making certain changes mostly in the not movie verse like the book stuff a lot of that was retconned and then that's the old republic was retconned and they just want to redo it all under the uni- under the disney banner some bullshit but yeah like i was like unless they want to do something like that but they're not going to redo the four five and six movies because imagine what kind of shit show those would become <laughs> well, hell they need to redo the seven eight nine movies because those are shows well yeah they, they, they do, but you know what I mean. Like then I can redo those movies and have it rewritten where Luke isn't there, right? Like, well, yeah. Then they would have to do seven, eight, and nine again because Luke isn't there. <laughs> anyway, yeah, some stupid clickbait articles on that. <laughs> as funny as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, so yeah, I was saying like I can't figure out if I'm gonna sub to like. Netflix for Stranger Things because I play DVD, so sooner or later it's probably going to be spoiled for me. I, I already had spoiled who the an article. Is I almost saw an four. article that's spoiled for me for season four, but I was like, "Ooh, that was that was a close call." Yeah. So that so I subbed to Netflix for that, and then wait wait a month and subbed to, to Disney Plus or vice versa. It and and I kind of looked into both services. I'm like, what would I want to watch aside from those shows right now? Uh, so the only other thing I'd, I'd want to watch, I think, right now on Disney Plus is that Marvel, Miss Marvel series. But even then, mm. I'm like, eh. I, I'd want to watch it because I'm a big Marvel fan. I watch all the content, so I yeah. don't want to miss anything. Aside from that, it doesn't really excite me because we talked about this. She, they changed Cam- Camilla Khan's powers. She's supposed to be, like, stretchy, like Mr. Fantastic and yeah. indestructible. Now she's, like, psychokinesis making platforms in midair for people yeah, to jump I don't, on and like, i don't know if in it comes the from comics, yeah like i don't know if in the comics if her powers is different or if she had the stretchy powers in the comics so i don't know how many times you've changed her to not be the same as another superhero i almost think that they changed hers in the movie because they want to bring back the x-men but they don't want to confuse somehow people with her with mr fantastic even though their powers are they're the similar, but they're not. They're not hundred percent the same. <laughs> so, I forget what they call her people, but like because she got infected with like, uh, with like that's something that like that mutated her. Like it's it's not a mutant because it's like X Men, but like there's another word for yeah, it. Yeah, it's. And now I think 
they they want to like take her out of that because of how bad the Eternals movie did, mm-hmm. and they want to like make her her own thing, which is why she has like the, from the bracelet instead of like herself. That's where her powers come from, apparently. But mm-hmm. uh, this is this series is gonna set up the Marvel and Marvel or whatever they're calling it movie that's coming out. That's gonna star Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel in the same movie. So, I mean. I already figured this out years before, but I knew that after the Infinity War, or what would they call it? Am I right? The Infinity War? Yeah, the with the yeah, I think it's I think I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. But anyways, after after the whole Thanos thing, after that got yeah. resolved, I'm like, this is all going downhill from here because Captain America's retiring, Iron Man's retiring. Well, I you know, obviously. As much as it can tell like, the placements yes. of yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like these are like their A tier superheroes, and everyone else is going to be a step down for like the like the second wave of heroes, right? Yeah, they have to like, bring up their B and C team to become exactly. the next A team. Exactly, and that's and then their be... last A team are going to be their S tier when they come back for their little cameos to save the yeah. day. Yeah, and now Spider Man <laughs> is kind of like doing his own thing because of his movie. No spoilers, but like they ended the movie in such a way that. Sony Sony was smart. They're like, okay, we're gonna end the movie in such a way that we can take care of Spider-Man if, if he's gonna come back to MCU, or we can take him back into the Sony Pictures line if he if he's not. Yeah. So they so that's the way that's I don't want to spoil anything, but they as much as I didn't like it, it was a very smart move to end the to end the third Spider-Man movie like that, because it's up in the air whether he's coming back to the MCU or not. Mm. So we'll see. But that's what I'm saying. They're losing everyone. So well, well, you 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 said you're thinking of which one you should uh, go for. Uh, depends on I don't know how, when it will be done. It might be like another year or so before we get this show. But um, apparently, Netflix is doing another Death Note movie, being written or yeah. directed by the guy who made Stranger Things. Yeah. And... It's gonna be. Is it gonna be? No, it's not gonna be. It's live action, right? Yeah. Again, I believe so. And it's it's gonna not star the same, right? That I don't or know for right. sure, but it almost seemed like in the article I read that it was just gonna be a new movie. So I'm assuming it's a redo again of Death Notes. I heard it's gonna be a series, <laughs> not a movie. Oh well, that I don't know what to think because I never haven't seen Stranger Things and. Death Note isn't really horror. It has some horror elements, but it's more like a detective movie. Or a detective okay. series, right? So you never seen Stranger Things, so you so you don't get the whole Scoopy Steve thing from DVD, right? Who? No. Steve? What, no. In his Scoopy outfit? No, I, outfit? I, I, he's just he, he's just he's Steve. He's just Steve who screams like a girl when he gets hooked and No, that <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean anything to you. That, yeah, it, it means yeah. nothing. He 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 has a Sailor Boy outfit for some reason. <laughs> so I don't know. That that he was forced to wear that for his job. But yes, that's why okay. they call him Scoopy Steve because it has like Scoopy on his. Uh, yeah, I've never even heard that phrase before yeah. for him. We call him Steve. That's it. <laughs> that's okay. his name always. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, that's something to look forward to, I guess. Even. I know you hated, you absolutely hated the uh, live-action English oh, Netflix-made Death Note movie. I'm not saying it's good, but I'm saying it was interesting to see their take I, I still would have liked to have seen them do a second season continuing off of what they could have built if they had done it 
the first one better because there's some issues with that first one. And I don't care. I don't care what you say, Chris Ryuk as oh fuck, what's his name now? Oh, uh, the guy who played Ryuk. Yeah, Defoe, Will, as William Defoe as Ryuk. That's the best casting choice in the world. That is so weird, but I did kind of like him. He looked so creepy. It was creepy. good. It was good. You I know what loved, else? I loved Ryuk. Oh, what is? What else was it? Um, they showed off some um, some production stills from uh, Netflix for the One Piece live action show. Oh God! And don't remind me of this. And last time I saw production stills, because I'm looking at these, going, "Oh my God, this looks really good." The last good. time, I, the last time I said that was the Cowboy Bebop when they showed off stills of the Bebop, what it looked like on mm. the inside. So on that, I can't get excited for it because of it. But I'm also excited because it looks like the fucking it, it it looks like the parts from the show. So I'm like excited, but I can't get excited over it. Don't don't listen to Don't the fall for them. Again. Don't listen to Andor's lies. <laughs> don't listen to Siren's call, Chris. You've done you've gone down this path multiple times. You know what else was announced? And they have a trailer up for it. I think I talked about it two weeks oh, ago. But there's a trailer. Uh, Trigon Stampede. There's a trailer for the new Trigon series. Yeah. I know you linked it. Yeah, he's got, a new, he's got a new look, new jacket. Slightly so, different hairstyle. But I really like the uh, the look they're going for. It looks cool. Is this a retelling? Or is this like retelling. an after? Okay, retelling. Okay. Yeah, the trailer basically goes into like the past. Well, the past. Parts that you have seen nothing in it is something you haven't seen already so they go through you know little bits of fragmented past of him and ram and uh knives right and then them getting shot out of the uh, orbital uh not orbital what is it the um the shuttle before it crash lands right and then he's on the planet you see him with his new jacket looks pretty cool he's got a new modern uh, more of a modern take on his hairstyle but i like it like his hair doesn't stick straight up anymore. It's more shaved at the side and kind of flopped. Who think um what's his name? Uh DMC. New Dante? Dante? Yeah, except if his hair was like more anime. Like you know how his hair kind of like flops over like that? Like kind of new hairstyle. I don't like New Dante. Yeah, the New Dante sucks, but uh, I think you might like uh or won't be too upset about Bash's new new look at least okay. i wasn't i really like it but i'm hoping because they say that this is a retelling i'm hoping that they're going to do the original ending for the manga because that goes was places it, was it different from the anime oh yeah oh you'll have to tell me after think, the podcast think differently think um you know how i said like akira like 30 percent of the movie or 30 percent of the manga wasn't in the movie same thing for the that. yeah like there's a whole section hmm. I, I've told you before, pretty much the same thing for uh, the manga in the Trigon manga. Like half of the uh, maximum manga was not in the anime. They cut okay. it out. So like the second half, <laughs> pretty much. Or I guess technically if you were to put both mangas together, it'd be like a quarter of the manga is missing. <laughs> Most of it's there. They just had to put it. They just for some reason put a different end, which still is a good end for the original anime, right? You, you could see Bash doing that, but this is a lot different. Knives goes a bit further than than the anime did. So, 
but yeah looks good and um other kind of news two dragon ball bits of news dragon ball super is supposed to be continuing 2023 the anime okay good yeah uh, they probably i think they plan on doing in uh dragon ball super movie every two to three years and good. um dragon ball may be coming to fortnite I mean, I'm not surprised at this point. I, you have Naruto and like Rick and Morty and Spider-Man and all I these franchises. I am surprised because Dragon Ball usually doesn't get hoard out to anything other than stuff that is owned by Shonen Jump and or Namco Bandai. Well, you told me Naruto's in the game, and yeah. as soon as that's that opens but, the floodgates because but that's Naruto, all Shonen Jump. Naruto is a whore. Naruto is on a lot of stuff and a lot of crossover stuff and things like that compared to well, Dragon I'm... Ball. <laughs> I'm looking more so at the rights point of view. Well, I know, I, I, people... I, I, I know, I know what you mean, but usually Dragon Ball doesn't get thrown out to other stuff other than stuff specifically with the stamp of Namco Bandai slash Shonen Jump. Like Goku will be in the Shonen Jump games, he'll be in the Shonen Jump comics, he'll be in the Namco Bandai game, you know, stuff like that. So it's usually you don't see a skin of Goku hoard out somewhere else, right? That's what I mean. So. If so, that's it's not that surprising, but it is because it's Dragon Ball. I'm I would expect a hell of a lot more Naru characters coming, which there are coming to uh, Fortnite because you're getting Shippuden characters now in Fortnite. You're getting like older Hinata and is it Shippuden or is it Boruto characters? I can't remember what age they were. Anyway, so... it's the older versions of them. <laughs> In Fortnite, do you have to pay for these skins? More than likely. I'm okay. guessing that these... Does Fortnite still have loot boxes? Or do they ever have skin loot boxes? Anyway, I know you can pay for the skins, and if there's loot boxes, I don't remember. But yeah, they're more likely, if they are in their paid loot box. Okay. Or not okay. paid skins. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. I haven't I, I played gotcha. new... I haven't played uh, Fortnite. I only watch it. I only okay. watch certain people play. Because it's fun. And that's and that's all I've been up to, Chris. So yeah, and we kind of threw <laughs> okay. some newsy bits in there. Just Anyways, I have a bit of news I didn't bother linking. But, yeah, uh, I mean I that's what I Chris. kind of did too as well. So yeah, we're gonna do well, whatever news we can and feel like talking about because I think we can ramble on quite a bit here. Yeah. So a bit of news is it's kind of some Final Fantasy fourteen drama now. Final oh. Fantasy fourteen. Um, what happened was there were uh, there was a community. And this community in real life, I believe, is either in California or Texas, I think. I could be wrong about where. But anyways, they, they took out an ad to literally put two of their servers or like their, their communities on real life billboards. So like, you know, when you're driving on the highway or whatnot, or even in towns, the big billboards, like the ads, mm. they took money out to kind of advertise. And people are very upset because, uh, not because they did that, but because it was like under false pretenses i'm purposely not saying the name of the community until like a minute or two into this but um and then they went to uh, to big streamers and, and they said hey big streamer for fall fantasy 14 can you um please just advertise our our get together because we kind of you know we're, we're kind of like spamming it we're kind of like we're wanting people to come to it we want to raise awareness for our community inside the game and this is not a guild by the way yeah it's specifically a community and then they looked into it and they're like, oh, wow, this community is not actually like some some uh, streamers are like, is this like a family friendly community? They're like, yeah, yeah, it is. 
So they're upset because they were like lied to. And here's the thing, Chris, this is the part I've been purposely avoiding to say right now. This community is an ERP or erotic role-playing community. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not family-friendly. No. And, and they're going around saying, yes, this is a family-friendly thing, and we'd appreciate if, if you as a big streamer could like either show up for a minute or two or advertise it on your stream for us. And it was under false pretenses. Oh, yeah, it it is. I mean, so, Final Fantasy fourteen can be played by anyone of all ages and such. And if you're if you were to the people you're trying to advertise to and trying to get to promote your thing, you are trying to hide what the name of your thing is and tell people have to do research on it to to see whether or not they're going to do that. And they're putting out big ads everywhere saying if people should join this erotic role play in our in the MMO. That is so... now there's a lot of big it's it's kind of blowing up on Twitter and Reddit. There's there's just been, been memes about like people like photoshopping and like over the ad with like other things. Mm. There's that that's kind of like a meme in the community now. Uh there's a lot of streamers who got asked posting their conversations from Discord on on Twitch or sorry on Twitter I meant to say to, to kind of like showcase hey these people were not being honest. And like mm. people are like, look, listen, you want to do ERP fine, but don't like try and come to me under false pretenses and say it's a family friendly thing. Yeah. Cause that was, that was very off putting, you know? So, and these people who are part of the community are actually very happy this happened because they're of, of the belief essentially that any publicity is good publicity. And considering that they rented out two billboards in real life to, to kind of advertise their erotic role playing community, <laughs> you know, that I... tells you a lot. If they're not against, you know, this is just a thing. If they're not against, you know, hiding, kind of hiding uh, their thing and lying to people about it, um, what kind of people are they allowing into their community? Are they actually gating it off to 18 and up? Or I guess in the States it would be more like 20 and up, right? But whatever, you know, like legal, because lots of children play Final Fantasy fourteen. So yes. I... <laughs> I kind of looked into this for the podcast's hmm. sake. Um, there's this one streamer. I don't watch her, but she's called Sophie. Apparently, she she's a, what's it called? The YouTube? Uh, no, sorry. VTuber, that's it. So, yeah, anyways. So, see, I um, think I've heard of her, but maybe not. Anyway. So, I looked into her tweets because she was one of the people that they asked. And I just kind of read some of the replies. And some people are posting a lot of evidence in there. So, one of, one of the rooms in this community's house or whatever... Because you know, in this in Final Fantasy fourteen, you can like own oh, no, apartments mm. or houses and decorate it as as you see fit. It was a little disgusting, Chris. So they purposely had like a little kids' room, and apparently, part of this ERP thing is you can hire a little Lollafell girl. Which, in mm. case you guys don't know, Lollafell is just a race in the game, but both male and females kind of resemble young children just because they don't really grow beyond a certain point. Even though they're adults, like they grow mustaches or whatnot, but like they they look like young children. Apparently, this is like someone had a screenshot of like inside of a room that looks like a little kid's room. And they're saying, yeah, you can like hire like a little Lollafell girl. I'm like, that's just disgusting. That's just terrible. So now they're getting like heat from that as well as they should, hmm. which is fucking, it's fucking terrible that they had that in there. So yeah, it's, uh, after I saw that, I just had to exit out and just say, you know what? Research is finished. I don't need to see any you more of this. It's just going to. I, I don't mean, need to see that. Yeah, communities in in the game are fine for the most part, but when it gets to that uh, level, I think uh, maybe don't publicly advertise what you're doing. That's a big 
I mean, lots of people are obviously going to shame you for it, but it's already kind of gross. Just don't advertise that because that stuff is going to exist in some form with with certain, I guess, communities of people. You know what's a mm -hmm. good community in Final Fantasy fourteen? There's a group of people that kind of... Who? Hildebrand? Well, yeah, Hildebrand's cool, but uh, a good community in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen that I didn't know existed. So there's, you know, like you said, people can get a house and can decorate it and have people come into your place and you know, do whatever. People set up their house to be a theater and they perform plays in Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm like, yes. wow, this is really cool. I like this a lot. Like they'll go through, you know, the emotes and have solilo soliloquies and stuff like that. I don't remember which ones I watched because it was down my rabbit hole of trying to find um, the play from Final Fantasy VI again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm going down this hole again. And I came upon the Final Fantasy XIV, like, a live play, you know, reenactments in, in the community. I'm like, this is really, really cool. Like, you can go buy tickets or whatever to participate in watching these plays and stuff. And they're really well done, I would say, for it being done in 14. <laughs> you know, with the limited resources they, they have in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> And don't worry, Chris, I won't tell people what you did in your house when you designed it. I did nothing wrong with my house. <laughs> my house was almost <laughs> empty, actually. I don't even know why yes, I had a house. except for one corner. <laughs> yes. And I believe you had a name for it, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll move on. So I kind of want to just touch up. We kind of already touched on this, the whole GD, GDQ thing. Was there anything else you want to add to the story, Chris? I no, think you did, I you think pretty we, much covered it. We kind of covered it. There's not much else to say other than why would you cheat at a speed run competition for charity? <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, one thing I did want to add in at the very oh, end, okay. apparently uh, he, he kind of like no one really ratted on him. He just kind of came clean. What, yeah, you know, but people, as you explained, people would probably have found out over time. But still, he kind of came clean, clean of his own accord for the most part. Um, but then at the very end, it's like he was trying to make a point, and no one really understood what point he was trying to make. He was like, rambling. I if yeah. if this was on GDQ, I didn't understand what he was trying to ramble about because it was incoherent to me. And as you pointed out, it's like as you said, like he was trying to say people shouldn't put as much emphasis into like the the timings. Of speed runs and just like mm. enjoy enjoy the journey along the way but like he was just like really as you said ranting and like no one could really understand what point he was trying to make so like whatever he was trying to do was completely lost on mm. most people because he he wasn't articulating himself extremely well good at all i should say he wasn't articulating articulating himself in a way that made sense to most people yeah. so uh, unfortunately Anyways. what he was trying to say was was lost so yes well, not unfortunately. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, you know what I mean. Like, yes. I mean, unfortunately for him, because he was apparently trying to get a message out there, but nope. Mm -hmm. Got him banned. Yep. So, did you want to bring something up now? Uh, or I can. Actually, so two companies are going through, I guess, the troubles when it comes to their uh, employees, and they're doing uh -oh. lots of layoffs. Uh, I would say lots, like in terms of some of them, it's not that, I, apparently it's not that big of a percent, but layoffs still aren't good for people. Um, Pokemon Go Studio Niantic is cutting about 80, yeah, 80 staff members. Uh, they're, 
it seems like you know obviously niantic pokemon goes huge i mean it's goddamn pokemon right um it's made them a ton of money made the company what it is <laughs> really and they've been trying to find that same success over and over again like they did the harry potter game which i think apparently closed down last it year did. It um did. we might have talked about it i don't remember we did yeah yeah, I couldn't remember if we did or not. We talked about their uh, Pokemon... No, not Pokemon. Pikmin game. I think that was them. They were they were supposed to be doing a Transformers game, which fell through. And they're like, well, we we, we have to cut people because we built up to do all these games. And those games aren't happening or have been shut down. So we have to cut back on costs, I assume, is part of the reason. But this game makes billions of dollars every year. Like, no joke. It makes tons of money. Um... And they're having to cut back staff, but uh, they've been trying to find lightning in a bottle again. It's not going to happen. Pokemon is like as as weird as to say it's not. It won't happen again. Pokemon's the biggest. Um, what do you call it? Uh, money maker. Well, no, not well. Money maker. Yeah, but I was there was a, I had the, I had the phrase in my head like biggest like uh, intellectual property ever, <laughs> like. Like it's huge, and to to have made this game and it kick off with Pokemon and go, we need to do Pokemon again with a different franchise. It's not gonna happen. It it can't happen. <laughs> like My Digimon won't do it. Transformers won't do it. I'm trying to think of like community or games and series that have like tons of characters in them. None of them will be able to beat Pokemon in terms of what it can do. <laughs> like Pokemon found the right thing for Go. <laughs> yep. It's, so my thoughts mm, on this yeah. are: you have Pokemon Go; it's it's successful, and you they're basically, as you said, trying to capture a lightning in the ball. You're a one trick pony at that time, at that point, because you had a massive hit, and then you just refused to innovate on it mm, in any way, yeah. shape, or form. And then even think how think how bad. Okay, well. I'll, I'll get into the second point in a mm. second, but like, think how bad of a game, or not bad of a game, that's the wrong thing I want to say. Think how uninnovative how narrow-minded or... Oh, had sorry, to be to have failed with the Harry Potter license. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Yes, Harry Potter isn't as big as Pokemon, granted. I Harry Potter has that. had some troubles because of its creator. Yeah. Well, that too, but let's that, that's a whole different Well, yeah, I'm just adding that in like for yeah. things that could be Good and bad of the series over the years. Still, Harry Potter has yeah. made money hand over fist. I think that's fair to say. It's, mm. it's one of the bigger franchises in the world right now. Yeah. Uh, think how innovative the game had to have been for that game to like be released and close down within the same year, within the same fiscal year. Like, oh my god, I was not surprised. And the second point I was going to, I'd already made on the previous podcast when we covered this news mm. for the game closing was, you're gonna have version a of your game here and version b and the only difference is the skins it's the same exact game one is harry potter yeah, one is Pokemon. in a way yeah. you're doing the same <laughs> thing essentially Get, like maybe like very minuscule differences but essentially it's the same game it's just here's here's a coat of red paint here's a coat of blue paint that's it you're gonna cannibalize your own audience yeah for people who like those types of games you will obviously you know a pokemon fan won't be a harry potter fan and won't be a transformer fan so get some people in on those right but in a way you are cannibalizing that type of gameplay audience i guess we'll put <laughs> and if you're if you're playing the game with the red paint 
for years and you have an established whatever pokemon team or items or whatever character level why would you i know you can play both concurrently but why would you put any effort into the you know game with the blue painted coats or the blue coat of paint i said that in the wrong order why would you put any effort into this aside from like the first couple hours just to test it out when you're when this is already more popular and already better and already sub objectively has more of an audience and has more resources and has more time put into it oh you know it's like no, i see what you mean but it's, there's also some people that are like i only open up pokemon go for like 10 minutes you know i go spin my thing capture a pokemon and i'm done so they could play another game if they wanted to and do the slow grind but yeah but then there's <laughs> a certain point it's like for example there's a finite of freddy's virtual reality game which is the same thing you can mm. walk to location and capture well like they'll try and attack you but like you can like not capture but like beat the animatronics mm. how many there's a lot of these games in the market well there's a how many of these one. games exactly <laughs> how many of these games are you going to play concurrently yeah there's, there's only realistically you're not no i've only got like one no two mob two f games on my phone that i actually play pokemon go which is very you know a few times a week maybe and uh Yu-Gi-Oh! duel a uh, master duel sometimes <laughs> Oh, we've it's... all seen we've all seen the the picture of the guy riding the the bike like the regular bike. Oh, back bike. in the with, <laughs> with fucking twenty cell phones on like a wooden plank he made between his handlebars. We've all Playing seen Pokemon. that. Pokemon, yeah. But even even something like that isn't gonna go. Okay, let me. There's a location here. Okay, let me capture the Pokemon. Okay, now I have to capture the Harry Potter. Now to do the Transformers. Now, now yeah. I have to do the Five Nights at Freddy's. Now to do the Witcher. Oh, oh well, now I can now now I can walk to the new location. Oh wait, this. Because I was here for so long, the Pokemon respond to Pokemon Go. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a certain threshold. People are not going to be playing both any more than one of these games at the same time because yeah, it yeah. doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Because like Pokemon Go, I think you can like spin to the gym or whatever, like every, was it, 5, 10, 15 minutes? Some, some, Something that's one like of those that. intervals. Yeah. So it's actually it not no that sense. long. But... <laughs> because, yeah. Anyways, that's what I mean by self-cannibalization. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yes, there, I, I get your point of there's going to be people who are Harry Potter fans that like K-Pokemon, for example, but that's a very, that's going to be a very small subsection. Right, yeah. And uh, even then, you, you know, they'll be fighting for time. So they'll have to choose. Usually in the end, you'll have to choose one or the other or, you know, it, it's something like that. More so, more so than money, time is the ultimate resource. I and mean, people don't have the time to spend every day going to like five different locations for like 10 different vr games you know yeah it's it sucks that uh these people are and having to lose their job these people for that. are so <laughs> stupid to not realize that which as you said they, they try for harry potter they failed they have plans to do transformers it's not even going to get off the ground at this point apparently yeah what else were they going to try and do uh i forget i think but, there was like, one or two more that we might have heard rumblings of but i don't think any of them really came to fruition if so i don't remember because i don't remember all the games they make but yeah uh... it's so silly it's like this is this is so obvious and they can't get a grasp on it if you're not going to innovate if you're going to make the same game and just say we're going to throw green paint or orange paint this time obviously this is going to happen you have yeah. to innovate you have to make it somewhat different for mm -hmm. the reasons i've said or it's not going to work but apparently now it's going to take 95, was it 80 to 90 people? Yeah. And they're but, the ones paying the price for it now. Yeah. It's not that 
big a layoff. I don't think. I don't remember how many people they lay off, but still, still not good. That they hired all these people for these for this uh, all these uh, I guess jobs positions, and now go well. We can't do that. Uh, and imagine to... how much money they're making, as you said, and they're still still laying people off. Yeah, someone, I mean, someone fucked up big time. Imagine if you were a different company and you'd spent like billions of dollars acquiring stuff over the last year and now have to lay off like 200 employees. Unity. Oh. Yeah. Unity, Unity. Um, apparently. So this will be uh, the Unity is like slacking off. Uh, I think they said in an update about 4% of their staff, so about 200. But they had originally come up to like a lot of their employees or roughly like 3,000 employees say, the company's doing well. We're not going to be laying anyone off, yada, yada. Two weeks later, started laying people off. And then said, but, you know, they're going to get like a month of uh, extra pay, you know, to help them readjust, you know, find a, hopefully get back on their feet. They can reapply for new positions in within the company. Oh, yeah, that's, that's really awesome. Except if the company didn't put a um, a ban hiring. on hiring people over the next hiring. month or two. A hiring freeze. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, really awesome. You know what's really awesome about this? Um, this year, you want to hear about the things they, they purchased? They bought Weta Studios, the guys who did all the visual effects and special effects in the Lord of the Rings movies and Ghost in the Shell and lots of other movies. They bought them this year for $1.6 billion. Mm -hmm. They also bought Parsec, you know, that, yeah. that, that program that lets uh, people be able to play online with old games using, like, basically... Uh, IP. Speaking they, of which, you're thinking about working again. Yeah, they bought them for $320 <laughs> million this year. But they have to lay off 4% of their staff because they don't have money. Like, yeah, sure. I don't think, I don't know how much money Unity in general is making, but if they can make those big purchases, they can't afford to pay their 200 employees. I mean, yes, it's 200 employees. Like, that's 4%. That's a lot of employees working at Unity. Like I'm trying to see the good and bad upside, you know, back and forth sides of this. But still, 200 mm -hmm. employees, and then telling people, "Hey, yeah, you can reapply for different positions." No, you can't. We're we're not hiring anyone. It's like, Fuck yeah, off. That's, that's and really lying to them like two weeks beforehand. Yeah, I mean, we've had this story before. This is a not uncommon occurrence in companies. Where they'll strip lie to people like uh, Microsoft does this, <laughs> where they'll say things are going well, and then the next week shut down the studio, or next couple it's, weeks, right? Yeah, it's so shitty that you know why they're like, oh hey, okay, so what happens is like, oh we have plans to fire a bunch of people, it gets leaked, truthfully, mm. like it's not it's not a rumor, like oh, I guess it is technically, but like it, it it's it's a real rumor. And they want to do damage control. Oh, don't worry, we're not firing everyone. You know why? Because for the next two weeks, they don't want like people like you know. They don't want to see under, the exodus under, happening. Under underproductive under or like stealing things on their way out or like deleting their own files they made on their way out. They want to like you know do as much damage control yeah, they, as they, they can. They want to walk up so to them shitty. that day and said, "You're done today. Get out." Mm -hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> so. I don't think we've ever talked about Unity on the podcast before, so this is a new one. Not uh, really, from what I can remember. Yeah, so we've always talked about their engine, but never about the company of the same name. So, 
yeah, that's pretty shitty. I mean, you kind of covered everything. There's nothing really much for me yeah. to add. It's just really <laughs> stupid. And now they're doing a bunch of damage control on Twitter, apparently. The CEO is trying to say, um, don't worry, it's only 4% of our workforce. And da -da 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 -da. it's like, who the fuck cares? Like, yeah, you're so like, piece of shit. That's why I said it's only 4%. It's only 200 employees this year after only built $2 billion spent this year on other things. And we don't know what else they wasted money on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really a shitty, shitty look after shitty. the lie. Or after what we know now is a lie. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what else is a lie? No, I didn't post it in here. Just a quick the update. Cake? The cake is a lie. And damn, it's not the same company. That would have been a better segue. <laughs> um, <laughs> Activision Blizzard lied to uh, their... Um... <gasps> they lied? Yeah, oh my god. I, I thought you were doing that. Like, oh my god, we forgot to talk about this. <laughs> um, what do you call it? What's their game coming out later this year? Not 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 not, uh, not Diablo. Their third person... Overwatch? Overwatch 2 is coming out this year. You know that they... Remember when they said, Hey, guys, when Overwatch 2 comes out, you'll be able to cross-play with Overwatch 1 people. You don't have to buy the new game. And yes. When you buy the new game, all your cosmetics and that will transfer over. They're shutting down the servers for Overwatch One as soon as Overwatch Two comes out. What I heard actually was Unless... replacing Overwatch One entirely. But yeah, it's it's basically that. Like they're shutting that down and moving it all but over like, to Overwatch. You you keep your same stuff. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll be able to keep your cosmetics, but you have to buy Overwatch Two. You will not be able to continue to play Overwatch One. Oh, see that part I didn't know. I yeah. thought you could still access. No. Overwatch 1 is huh. done as soon as Overwatch 2 is out. So there's no cross-play, buy the new thing, give us more money. So it's not a sequel it's not... if it replaces the original, technically, right? It's like, like if, it, if you need to override your game to play the new game, it's not a sequel. It's I mean, just an upgrade. It is. It right? is just an upgrade. They should have just said, this is the new Overwatch. Here's all the new visual. God. Yeah, what do you call that? It does this all the time. Um, another game they make. Um wow hey the new expansion is coming out all the new visual upgrades are coming out over the next year or two we'll put up over upgrades to all I, the other stuff i don't think that's true wow you can still log in and do well yeah else. that i was gonna say uh, as you go through they slowly update the game and upgrade everything in the past and you know to make it all the same but you're you're paying for what you can access right and mm -hmm. this you won't be able to access the old the old is exactly. gone, and you have yeah. to pay the eighty dollars, or because this isn't free to play, right? Uh, I don't think Overwatch is. Yeah, I don't think it is. So if you have to pay, you have to pay that admission fee again just to have access to all the cosmetic stuff you purchased previously or got for free. Oh, but yeah. See, I I I have Overwatch. I don't really play it at all. But like for so, how am I going to get my money back? Like, how no, does that oh, work? Fuck no. You're not getting your money well, back. Then, well, then I got. Well, then I I don't have access to what I the service I paid for. So that's kind of a chip. So how how are people not up in arms about this? I think they are. I think Blizzard's just going meh. Well, yeah, we'll see how this turns out. Because this as is, far this as is I know, news that, to me. yeah, that was posted. Um, unless if there's been some updates I know of, that was the last bit of news I knew about this. So because they're gonna have to refund. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, um. Oh. The first thing. It says. 
So apparently it's coming out October 4th. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, apparently Overwatch 2 is free to play. Okay. Well, still. So you don't have to, so you don't lose money. I was going to say, there's there's no way, because that, that's like a legal, that's a legal battle that we could win for sure. If I bought Overwatch and I know how long or have access to it, I don't care if I'm and, ever and how they I still are, wanted my money back. Like, I think there's a certain, like, we'll say, I'll, we'll see you. I don't know what it is, but basically, within a certain time of if you know if the service is being shut down, they either have to refund and or stop selling things from a certain point on. I don't remember what the thing is, but like, since I guess Overwatch Two is just replacing one and it's free, if it is free to play, then that takes a bit of the sting out. But still, <laughs> you know, like, I was with, even. <sighs> I was just going to say, like, even for Blizzard, I would have a hard time believing they would their their legal team would allow the fact that you bought a game, now we have a new game, an update to it, and now you can't play the old game that you already paid money for. That that's just a legal battle that they would lose. Oh yeah, it it would you know? be, which is so, would have been even funnier considering everything else going on in that company. So yeah, well, funny for me. I would definitely have gone in on like class auction lawsuits and get my well, however much money back, probably sixty bucks back. But yeah, that's it, so much. I thought it was going to be, uh, you know, paid or whatever. But still, like them just replacing it straight up is kind of weird. But if if everything is transferring over and it is free to play, then that's yeah less Blizzard. less news. But still, dumb that they were lying to people about. I mean, that's not news, really. Blizzard lies all the time. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Blizzard is a ship of Theseus. Yeah, it's not the same Blizzard from yesteryear, so not surprised. Another terrible decision. Still, we'll see how how it goes. Not as bad as we initially thought it was, though. No, like I, I didn't know it was free to play, so that's kind of kind of my fault. But the but, first uh, one wasn't free to play, was it? No, I don't, I don't believe it was. Yeah, Maybe so... it was after a certain points, but. Mm. I know, yeah, I know. I had I had to purchase it when it was on okay, sale. Okay, yeah. So the first one was at least paid. So, well, yeah, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> so no, it's all right. But uh, I'll bring up the next story here. So yes. you know, we we hear server closers. At least I do all the time when it comes to games, because you know, you're not going to expect to keep servers online all the time. Like Halo Two for the original Xbox, those servers are down now. Obviously, right? Like that makes sense. Or like what three generations later? So. Mm. Um, but Ubisoft is doing a bad. Um, oh so no, pulling... Ubisoft is doing a bad. It's been a I while know, since right? they've been really in the news. Does people focus on Activision Blizzard now? I know for they the slimy to... shit. I... They're like, hey, we're, we're spotlight. We're we're missing it. We need to kind of get back under it. But uh, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so closing servers off older versions of games not that big of a deal. No, like... especially if it's like two generations old. Yeah, Most people like aren't the... playing them. They're, they're closing a lot of servers for the old Xbox 360 slash PS3 oh. games like Assassin's Creed 2, 3, Brotherhood, Liberation HD, uh, Driver, Far Cry 3, Princess Persia, Forgotten Sands, um, stuff like that. Mm. But anyways, that's one thing. These are servers that eventually you you weren't expecting to play on these for, you know, in the next hundred years. Obviously, they're going to be shut, shut off at some point. Especially mm-hmm. since the newer versions of some of these games you can play online now, anyways. But um, yeah, if like they yeah. have HD versions out or something. Yeah, I mean this is never a good thing, but 
you can't really hold it against them because servers do cost money. And if, if people aren't really playing the game, then whatever. But what I do want to point out is that not only are they doing that, but they're cutting off access to DLC that you have bought for these games, regardless if it's single player or multiplayer DLC, which is really fucking stupid. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it's this is like only on their Ubisoft launcher or if it's, oh no, sorry, it, it, is, it is only for PC, I think, I think. Um, but yeah, um, you will not be able to access any of the DLC you paid for, even if it's a single player DLC, which is kind of fucked up. Chris, what if you download it beforehand? I don't know because that should be on your PC then because you're not streaming. Well, anyway. you would think so, you would think so because yeah, I, I, I that that would make sense, and that's how it's worked but in the past. This but... is so dumb because we'll say, like on Steam, if I purchase a game and it gets delisted, I can still download the thing I purchased. No matter exactly. what. Yes. So people purchase this DLC and they're saying, oh, don't worry. You can still download the game. You can't get the DLC you paid for. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Like, yeah. there's lots of people who buy games. Like, take a look at lots of people's Steam lists uh, who buy games and they take some years and years to even get around to installing the game, let alone play them, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, this is dumb. Like, a lot of these games, yeah, they're old, but... You know, if I wanted to play in an Assassin's Creed game, um, which I won't, but let's say I did, I won't be able to play any of the extra DLC, like the story DLCs, which is the ones I would want to play because it's story, right? Mm -hmm. Like, fuck off, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Some of those DLCs it's... do lead into the other games, kind of, I think. Or, you know, they put closure on certain characters that you might want to know. And that's really garbage. <laughs> What's really stupid is like there's a game that came out in 2019, by the way. Yeah, it's called Space Chunkies. It's a multiplayer only title. I've never you can't even play heard it of at this. all. I know, but <laughs> right now you can still buy it on Steam for forty dollars, and there's no warning that service will be cut off and like and unplayable in two months. That's fucking garbage. It is. Yeah. Like so, you, you could pay the forty dollars to have this game. You could play it for maybe two months and go up. Oh, that was fun. And not even being told about yeah, it. Yeah, and not being told. You should have it up there for free. <laughs> At the very least. And if there's any microtransactions in this game, they should be stopped. Like, the Space Junkies, I'm assuming, might have some, because it's a multiplayer-only game, but I don't know. Yeah, they have to have warnings for this, and they have to stop selling the DLC when they know they're going to be decommissioning the thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm almost 100% certain, but <laughs> yeah, fucking pretty shitty, shitty honestly. practices. Like, hopefully, they get called out on that. Yeah, hopefully, people get something out of this because the, they should have their servers up so that people who've bought them, they sh shut down sales of them, but have the servers up so people can download their bloody DLC. You know, they should be up forever. Steam keeps that shit up pretty much up forever, <laughs> right? As far as I know, they haven't done that. They haven't re removed something and said you can't access it anymore. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think we're done with that. Um, next up, let's talk about an even shittier company. Hey, remember EA? I wish I didn't remember EA. But um, EA. I didn't understand I... this because I don't understand the meme. Yeah. So remember, like, I want to say 10 years ago or so, they made some, I forget who it was specifically, but mm. some executive said, yeah, it wasn't Android Wilson, dead. but it was someone else. Yeah. Single, they said single player games are dead. 
Yeah. This was back when they were saying that it's all about multiplayer. We have to have it's multiplayer, all about multiplayer. And everything. Always online, multiplayer. No one wants to play a single player game. And obviously they didn't admit that they were wrong, but they kind of backpedaled on that idea. For example, in the last couple of years, um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order came out. Purely a single player game. It has no multiple multiplayer or online service whatsoever, aside from like some additional like DLC mm. that you can download, like lightsaber. Yeah, there was no outfits. like multiplayer stuff at all. No, none none whatsoever. That was a very well received and very well crafted single player yeah, experience. But purely people, single player experience. But people only paid money once, so it didn't make them all the money. Exactly. So <laughs> again, this was like ten years ago when mm. they said this. But now on their Twitter account last week, Chris, um, they had a tweet, and obviously it's kind of like it was supposed to be a joke, I think, but it was a very short tweet. All they said was they're a 10, but they only like playing single player games. So obviously, this tweet was just made to kind of generate a buzz around EA. And I don't think there's any ill intent around it. I don't think there is. But, uh, yeah, people did not like this. Like fans didn't like this. Hell, people within EA who worked on single player games thought that was a really bad take. Yeah, this got and, lambasted in the company on their Slack board. And... Yes, yes. Uh, internally, it was not taken very well to the point of they were trying to do damage control and they're considering all their options. Like, hey, why don't we have like our Dragon Age and our Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and all these other Twitter accounts kind of like make fun of this tweet and say, hey, guys, no, we, we make good single player games. You see, you see kind of like as a joke, like the mean the main EA account is like supposed to get shot on by all yeah. the good single player games they, they make. That's how they're going to try and salvage it. But at then they're like, no, let's not try and do that. Let's just, you know, take responsibility and apologize for the tweet. So because, again, a lot of publishers under EA were very like they took this very and I don't blame them. They took it very strongly and, you know, critically that you're kind of shitting on us. Yep. And apparently it came to light that the people who made this tweet, like the people who own the EA Twitter account, not only do they not work for EA technically, but they're not even very well versed at all about the game industry. So they had no idea that EA made this statement 10 years ago about single player games are dead. <laughs> you know? It's like Ugh. before you knew that it was like EA trying to like double down on their statement from ten years ago, even yeah. though it doesn't make sense that like they're making. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it was. I don't think it was made to hurt anyone. I think it was just a very bad take. Honestly. It was like it was just to try and capitalize on a dying meme on Twitter or not Twitter. Uh, what's the other one? No, it's Twitter. You're right. Was it Twitter? Okay, yeah. Yes, uh, right. some dying meme on Twitter and done with bad taste because. They didn't know that this was already a thing with EA and single-player oh. games. And I found who said it. Uh, 2010, it was from then-EA Games president Frank Gibbow mm. saying that single-player games were, quote-unquote, finished. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's so weird to me that the, that the official EA Twitter account isn't run eternally <laughs> within EA. Right? It's some other person right? in some shed somewhere. Like... And, how much money 
do these people does this EA like, make? And you tell me they can't afford a, a, a like a, it, an internal social media person? Like what EA the fuck? has lots of them. It was lots of the social media people within EA that were talking about how to do, run damage control on this. But the official EA Twitter is not run through EA. It's through, no. run through someone else. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like it's just corporate fuckery. Like you, you hear the term too big to fail a lot of times. These guys are just too big to be fucking competent, apparently. Like they can't even do that correctly. So then uh the EA uh <laughs> quotes kind of not quote, sorry, Twitter account just like quoted themselves and said, Well, roast well deserved. We'll take the we'll take the L on this one, because playing single player games actually makes them an eleven. I had to just shake my head at that. Yeah. Them trying to I mean, I guess that's the best damage control they could do instead of just saying nothing because either way you it, it's not good but it's better than them trying to do another meme and run damage control like the others were thinking of doing of roasting them yeah that would have looked They're... i think that would have made them look even worse in my opinion like everyone roasting the main account <laughs> there was a inside source that went to USA Today and they said, quote, I'm 99% sure that the person who posted the tweet and their manager don't even know about the single player games comment from a decade ago. And they went on to say, um, the source said uh, that the, the people running the Twitter account are all new and that most of them aren't really game industry people and likely had no idea about EA's long bad history of the single player games. You know what that reminds me of? When they get uh, people to review... Um like certain games that don't play those types of games or don't play games at all and you go oh, i don't understand huh <laughs> yeah 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 exactly but you know like there was uh reviewers who like reviewed a game i don't remember which one it was he's like yeah i don't play these types of games i don't understand why these characters oh, act like this huh cuphead cuphead thank you yes there was a gaming journalist that couldn't even beat the tutorial and gave the well, game a bad there, there was cuphead there was that there was also someone else who's playing a game out of a genre he doesn't play i think it was he was playing an rpg or something he said i don't play rpgs i play first person shooters why do these characters act like this like that's an rpg trope that's how characters act that's how cutscenes are done he's like yeah i don't understand he gave it a shitty score and he got lambasted for it even good. whether or not the game was good or bad it's no excuse for for that but that's what that almost reminded me of is putting someone in charge of something they have no idea what they're doing or no idea about the genre or the thing like why did they do that the person who's doing the thing should have some type of uh connection to it so that they can give it a proper look and know what to look for like you wouldn't put someone doing a harvest moon uh review or look who has no idea when a Harvest Moon game is, but plays RPGs, they go, why isn't there any story in this? <laughs> you know? Like, because these games don't have stories. <laughs> you know? Like, things like that. You, you don't put someone in charge of a Twitter account who has no idea about the history of that of that company, at the very least. Or the manager, who should be older than him, who should know the history, right? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but that's about it for that one, if you had anything else to add. No, just just ramblings and ramblings uh okay. do we want to bring up one more end for the yeah, day we, i think we do i i kind of want to just unless if you had one i want to bring up a uh, blade runner because uh, i was I thought, didn't we bring it up last episode i thought we did didn't we i'm pretty sure we did was that from oh if that was from last episode i sorry i forgot 
No, I, I remember talking about it because I remember talking about I told you how I used to play the original and all that. Didn't I? I'm, I, 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 I have a memory telling you about that. If it was brought up, then we will I'll throw that at the bottom because I don't remember whether or not we talked about it. I remember reading the article, but I don't remember mm -hmm. if I talked about it or not. So Yeah, I think I think we talked about it because we talked about how the graphics were, were different and I told you, you know, this is I played the game. I don't know, maybe maybe it was off off uh the podcast well, if we didn't we'll talk to... about it and i'll i'll look it up and if we didn't talk about it we might talk about it next week sure but um fine um fine. So, yeah yeah <laughs> I, I don't remember yeah I, I i can't say anything about that um so yeah me and chris are in canada this is actually hey a canadian news story yeah we'll bring this one up as the last one i was trying to think of the last the other two or three i had like i was gonna do sonic but we could talk about that later next time okay. uh but yeah this one was strange if you want to go into it at first yeah so even i wasn't really aware of uh how big the gaming industry was in quebec so in canada we have two official languages and it's always been that way since our founding english and french we are the most multi-diverse country in the world where people are free to speak whatever language that they want but we recognize that english and french is the only official it's, languages i find that to be weird at least because well, of the end of the country i live in no one speaks french no yeah and no one really speaks french here either but still it's, it's because the founding of our country yeah yeah i i get no qualms it, it with just, that uh, it's just odd <laughs> because we had a lot of um uh people from uh Britain at the time, I guess, Great Britain at the time, and uh, France come to Canada and kind of settle in, which is where uh, is now, I guess, would be Quebec and Ontario. Mm -hmm. That's uh, But anyways, that's just a little brief history. But just know, like, to the point of the fact that our products in Canada to be sold, even if they're outside of Canada, to be sold in Canada, they have to have an English side to the product. And if you flip it over, for example, if, if you flip, look at one side of the cereal box that is all in English, they flip on the other side, it's all French. Yeah, or have... they'll be side by side. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, and, and all the ingredients have to be listed in both languages, all the nutritional values, same thing. Yeah, so... like if the schools here in every, at least the big cities have to have at least like one French immersion school, like a French school, so that the French speaking uh, children of that can go to school proper. So, mm -hmm. and in the English schools, they take French as a secondary language. Even yeah. if they don't remember any of it, like me. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's you have to take French up until grade ten, I believe. Yeah. at least that's, that's well, what it was. For was... me, it was up till grade. When do we stop? Six or eight? It was high school. We get to choose whatever we wanted. So okay, that's fair. But anyways, um, up to, to a certain point. At least, yeah, but, up to a certain point. Yeah, that doesn't mean you have to speak French. No, it's just English, it's it's matter. it's recognized as a, as the secondary language here in that's the country. A, yeah. That's it. Anyways, so that's a little important uh, context to this story. So apparently Quebec, which is uh, the province, one of the largest provinces, not the largest, but like second largest mm. in, uh, in Canada. Definitely it's for primarily, uh, Yeah, it's, it's primarily French speaking. It's the only primarily French speaking province. There is a lot of game studios in here, Chris. I didn't realize until I read Yeah, this, uh, there's a lot story. there. And I think there's in Montreal and yeah, which is also a very big I, so I've heard, like, it, Montreal is pretty big on, like, half of the city's, like, English and half of it's French, almost. Mm -hmm. So, Like, we're talking about companies like Ubisoft, EA, mm -hmm. Epic, mm -hmm. Gameloft, Bethesda, Warner Brothers. They all have locations in Montreal. Yeah, so. and lots of others that 
not worth mentioning because yeah anyways we don't matter. There, was a, <laughs> there was a new bill passed um at the very end of the last month so like a week ago about uh it's called bill 96 and apparently this bill is made to kind of not I, i'm not the one saying this i'm just the messenger so mm. don't shoot don't shoot the messenger to put to preserve the french language and culture mm. so apparently now if you're an immigrant to quebec you'll so okay in canada if you if you use the government for anything for services like let's say you want to get the license plate renew, renewed on your car you, it doesn't matter where you're in the country you can go and say i, I want to speak to someone who can service me in english or someone who service me in french doesn't matter where in the country and mm. by law they have to do that for you yeah. because it's a gov governmental service but now they're changing things up so now new immigrants to quebec you only have six months to use the english language option other than that after your six months are done you can only use the french option to to access such services so essentially they're making people learn the french language at least to a certain degree of proficiency within the first half a year or you're shit out of luck this is this is a new bill that just got passed mind you yep. so now a lot of people are in the gaming industry specifically are very very afraid of this because it's going to force a lot of people to not be able to access these services essentially which might require them to move altogether and not be able to live where they want to live because that's where that's where a lot of uh game industry stuff is in montreal and other such places that speak uh the language in quebec so yeah, people are uh, not looking at this with a very good look. Because the thing in Canada is, yes, our French community is very minute compared to the English-speaking community. But they're doing this to kind of... I can see both points of view. I don't agree with, with both points of view, but I can see both points of view. The French community, and the reason why this bill was passed in Quebec was because they want to protect the French language and force more people to speak French. Because obviously English is the most popular language, not just in Canada, but in the entire world, collectively. So they want to kind of preserve their heritage and their language. I understand that. But at the same time, you're forcing people to do something that they don't want to do. You know, maybe they're only there to work for these companies. They're not here because they mm. want to be here specifically for Quebec. But what do you think, Chris? Uh, I think, like, I think it's a good thing, but also bad. Like, a lot of these companies are going to have to, like, put all of their documentation now in French because they're working in that, like, it's not just speaking, it's also, like, everything submitted to the governments have to be in French, and all that jazz, and if you don't speak French, get out, is basically the idea of this. Pretty much. Pretty like, much. it, this is a really shitty thing. A lot of these companies are wondering if they should, if they should find studios or places to go in, like, Toronto, or, mm -hmm. and uh, BC, to get away from that, uh, from that garbage. This, this isn't the first time I've seen this uh, happen with, like, in the last year, Quebec was saying that um, you can't use this word anymore or try not to use this word anymore in Quebec. You have to use the French word for this. Like they've been trying to hammer down on preserving the Quebec French, which in a way, from what I hear from real French speakers, is a bastardized version, bastardized version of real French. But I don't know. I don't speak French. But yeah, they've been trying to preserve, you know, do this whole preservation of their language and mm -hmm. and such there's been other issues with like it's quebec in general but lots of like government and stuff like that like they've been wanting to like separate from canada for years i remember for like last 20 30 years at least they almost but, succeeded but they and they want to continue to use like 
our government services or our money and stuff. I was like, no, if you're going to leave, then you're you're cut off. <laughs> but they didn't want to do that. And yeah, uh, I don't know all the details of that, but there have been issues in general with Quebec, and this doesn't quite help <laughs> help with it. Uh, I'm not for or against them. I just think it's weird that they are being very strict. Like you have to speak the French language on, almost entirely uh, only in this in this uh, province. Sorry, and that's is going to drive away a lot of people from going to Quebec. Lots of people don't want to learn yet another language just to live in the country. Like they they spend a lot of time going from their country, possibly learning English just to move here. And then they have to learn French to live in Quebec, right? If that's where they want to live. it's And if you know French, I know it's not that big of a step to change to Quebec French, but it is a little bit different, you know, the mannerisms and how you speak in that. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like us going to Britain and trying to learn specific phrases that they use there, right? It's the same, but it's a little different. It's still kind of dumb that, like, I think it is dumb them going whole hog and saying, the biggest thing is, hey, you only have six months to change. Yeah. That's it. Six months. <laughs> Do it now or, or or go home, right? What happens if you have a refugee, from example, from Ukraine, who, as Canada, we have taken on? Yeah. And now you're forcing them to learn not just English, but maybe even French, in addition to kind of knowing their Ukrainian language as is, right? So yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's very shitty. If you if you're forced to move to a new country and you said in this part of the country you have to learn this language or in this part of the country you can just learn the most popular language in the world, obviously you're not going to want to do that. So you see, mm. they're they're doing the build to preserve their heritage, but they're also shooting themselves in the foot at the same time. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're, they're they're deterring everyone from like building their community up. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way the way I see it. Uh, it's I don't think there's a good way they could do it or a bad way that they that they can do it really they're kind of to me they're kind of stuck unless they can figure out another way to you know to go about it it seems like they're, they kind of uh stuck their foot in the door and now they can't get it out like in terms of like preservation slash how do we enforce it where we don't look like dictators <sighs> if, if you know what i'm trying to say here yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of shitty yeah, like, hey, yeah we actually got a, we got a canadian news story for once but kind of sucks oh by the way you, you know that article uh that i linked to you that kind of covered this you know that where it says ubisoft like in the, in the corner of the building i've actually been in that office a few times chris really yeah oh yes because um, you were kind of i uh sorry i don't remember so when, yeah when i on. was in school and even now to this day, like, um, they're still emailing me like every three months saying, hey, you want to be a game tester? And when I was in school, I could afford the time off. But now they're asking me like during normal work hours, like, hey, you and like you have to come in every day for the week between like eight to four or something like that. I'm like, well, that's like that's like my working hours. So I can't mm. do that. So I, I keep rejecting them now and they can just keep sending them to me because I went like three or four times and they were really good with my work. One of the games I... Um, I have to sign an NDA, but obviously I can talk about it now. Yes, one of the sounds... games. Yeah, one. Of, I I've done a couple of Assassin's Creed games Excuse for uh, playtesting. I also did Splinter Cell Blacklist, which is actually a really good game. So what they had you do was like they had like dev kits. Like at the time it was Xbox 360 dev kits. They they make you play a level, and then as soon as the level is done, like your PC screen will like 
turn on and like a, a survey would pop up of the level this this uh, uh mechanic got introduced in this level what did you think about it how 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 was the difficulty mm. and this in this level we we introduced this enemy this new type of enemy how what was your first thought on them you know so you had to like play half the time and respond half the time so it was pretty fun yeah it sounds like it could be fun i've heard some horror stories from from uh what do you call it from game testers and some good stories too they're usually looked at by some people as like you put a bug in my game how dare you it's like we, we did not do that we, we we did not make the bug the bug was there we just found it you know so they as we've said before you know with some other stories that um game testing is kind of looked down as like the sewers of game of game making and they're sometimes not looked at as as any kind of vital part of a of a gaming uh of the game creation process yeah they are <laughs> they they and... are the ones who stop a buggy pos from getting out there in the wild or at least they try to anyway and then, even in toronto very recently <laughs> well not recently sorry very briefly i meant to say chris and you know how hectic it is down there mm. so getting to their office is bad enough but then like you, you look at what they're offering you they're not even offering you a wage they're offering you gift cards so they're like what yeah every time i've gone down there i've gone like gift cards oh and... i guess because you're not you know part-time or full-time that you're just uh exactly hired help what would you call it contracted not, not really even contracted. not even contracted <laughs> So, mm. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, even I like I got an email from Ubisoft a couple of weeks ago saying, Do you want to come down and play test for us? Well, you have to come down for all five days, it's like seven hours a day, and they're going to give you a $500 gift card. And I, I worked out the math, I'm like, I'm not going to go because I can't, but like, just out of curiosity, I did the math, I'm like, This is like slightly below minimum wage. <laughs> I'm like, Well, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrible. But, I don't know how they could get away with with doing that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, uh, I I did I did go a few times in the past. We're talking like early early two thousand ten ish. Yeah. Or like mid two thousand ten ish, somewhere around there. That the play test some Assassin's Creed games, some Splinter Cell games. Yeah. Uh, Ubisoft Toronto hasn't published that many games actually. So, but. Yeah, um, I've been to that building, that article. So it's funny that they had that picture out there. Because that's that, if you remember, that's the same place where I think they got a bomb threat and they had to go to the roof. Do you remember that story we covered, Chris? Yes. That's the same building. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I think that's the last news story for tonight, Chris. Yeah. Unless you have anything else? No, I think we, I think we've done. Yep. All right. I think that's it for us. Um, I guess you could find me. As my brain shuts down. Um, find me on Twitter at uh, C-S-C-H-A-B-A-N-D. A-N-G. That's C Shebang. And on Instagram at Chris Shebang. I think I'm still on there. Um, and you can find us, or me, and the podcast on my twitch at uh, prince underscore kaboom i'm usually up early in the morning i think now i've been starting around four or five uh mountain time a.m so and going for a few hours but yeah i'm sometimes there in the mornings and whenever we do the podcast at 6 p.m mountain time ish give or take half hour <laughs> so on 
Wednesday evenings. <laughs> I always forget what day it is. You know, you know that reminds me of that one episode of the Simpsons. I'm sorry. They say I'm from Canada. They say I'm slow. They say I'm slow. Eh? Eh? <laughs> hey, well, what's up? I always forget what day it is. So, oh man. Anyway, anyways, hey, where can they find you, Zorb? Or so, I guess I'll be playing like Lunar. I think that's the only thing I'm really going to be doing lately. So, if you guys want to check out that old PS One game, come check me out in the mornings. And you, Zorb? So you can find me Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Zor- Zorb underscore Zex. Um, so as I mentioned on the podcast earlier, I've uh, been playing some Fall Fantasy, did some Carry On. I'll play some Five Nights at Freddy's. We'll probably go back to some Fall Fantasy at some point as well. But uh, oh, and I am plugging my YouTube this time because, hey, I actually uploaded a video. I uploaded my uh, hour-long Hollow Knight Pantheon. Hall, uh, Pantheon of the Hollow Nest run. It's complete. Wow. So that's like all the bosses in a row. Uh, I'm going to upload some DVD matches I played off stream. I was just recording at the time, but mm. uh, there was one I was playing as Wraith, as Killer, and there was a full squad of Sabo flashlights. Nice. So what I did was I switched one of my perks to Lightborn, and I'm, and I, I I was just sweaty, and I I got a 4K. I, I, and I was hitting people on hooks. I'm like, screw you. <laughs> wow just, you were a toxic just, sweaty yes, killer yes wow, i was mad you are like the you worst guys, of the worst i know right i i am i How am because you. i saw there's there's a full squad of four flashlight people i'm like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna make all your items inert by, by putting on you one, should one have part. also put on if you wanted to if you have it franklin's so they have to drop their flashlights every time you hit them i i, I didn't see a need for that oh. because basically the flashlights are non-functional anyways because I'm playing as a wraith, so <laughs> the worst they can do is flashlight me out of my uh, cloak when I'm when I. They can burn you out. Yeah. They can burn me out. That's the only thing they could do. But they didn't. They didn't even try to do that because I was just like moving around in such a way. Plus, I put on the add-on that makes his bell silent, and also the add-on that when I come out of cloak, my blood stain, so uh, my blood, what's it called? The the red stain, the red light, and my terror radius is suppressed for six additional seconds when I come out. So. The very start of the match, I see a bell working on a gen. I, I peek around. It's, it's the one on the tractor on the on the uh, map with all the cornfields. Mm. I, I peek around. I see him there. I go back, but it's it's a silent bell. I come out. I, I come out of stealth. I quickly reach him, grab him off the gen, put him on a hook. I'm like, yes, that's one out of twelve done. So, yeah, as basically, I was not very happy when I saw that because they're trying to bully me with the flashlights. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm having none of this. So I I got the 4K, uh, so I was pretty happy about that. So that's that'll that'll be the next upload on my YouTube channel. And Wraith is a very basic killer, by the way. Aside yeah. from the quick, it's just an M1 killer. That's it. Yep. That's all so, he is. Yeah, basic killer versus full, uh, not Sabo squad, uh, flashlight squad. Apparently, so pretty happy about that. Anywho, I think that's it for us, Chris. Yep, I think that's it. Till next time. Goodbye, everyone. Take care.